Okay, here we are. So for people who are who are listening, uh, we are just a few seconds late because uh, we were having a really good time talking about uh, productivity, books you are reading, etc. But then we realized, um, oh, it's uh, it's time, and then we need to jump on. So <laughs> just just regular uh, entrepreneurial talks. If you think that entrepreneurs talk about expensive watches, expensive cars, and expensive clothes and expensive uh, liquors, that's bullshit. True entrepreneurs talk about productivity, books, self-development, etc. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And yesterday I was staying up until half one actually to, uh, to attend an online event. It's still going on, it's a five-day event, so I need to jump off after this to go on back to that event. But anyway, today we are here to talk about you and your business. Then we decided to uh, turn the focus a bit inwards to... Uh, to look at what you are doing. So are you ready for, for the questions today? Uh, I just want to interrupt you uh, yeah. shortly. I, we haven't done it before, but I just want to shout out for, for our new team member. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, so, so Dominic, amazing guy from, uh, from Slovakia. He's uh, 16, close to 17, with an amazing attitude. Uh, like we discussed it lately that that we at at his age so 16 17 uh, we we didn't have any uh, even idea to start earning money and this guy is out there already uh, making money on on uh, growing instagram so he will be working for us um, and we are really happy to welcome him uh, in our team we will definitely get him to uh, jump on here one day to uh, to let him show his face and uh, introduce himself to other people. Because exactly exactly that, you know, when I think about what I was doing when I was 17, I was like, no idea. I was really like having fun. <laughs> Not thinking of going out. with friends and chasing those girls. <laughs> exactly. Like, what, what, what am I doing? I'm not going on Upwork to put myself out there and some cash, you know. So, um so yeah, definitely, we will definitely get him on here one day um, to uh, to introduce himself, and we might even uh, interview him, right? Because uh, he is working hard for himself, so to see why he's doing it, etc. So yeah, that's a good point. Okay, you ready to talk about your business? Yes, let's let's do. Let's it. go. Okay, so I'll be interviewing Dan today, and then we'll be talking about Dan's um, social media uh, marketing agency. Um, so Dan, just to kick off, do you want to, I know that we're going to talk about this topic around bootstrapping, which is the method that you use to um, start your business. But for people who are listening and watching who doesn't know what bootstrapping is, can you just um, share with them what is bootstrapping and why did you choose this particular way of starting off your business? Okay, so... The shortest definition that we can get uh, about bootstrapping is that running your or starting your or creating, growing your business with limited resources. Like that's the shortest uh, definition that we can get. But actually, it's not only because when we hear resources, we already think about uh, material resources. So we think about, of course, money. We think about equipment. We think about uh, intellectual property. 
we think about uh, yeah intellectual property let's say but also it's about your resources can be intangible so for example your network your um, your skills might be limited but you still want to want to start a business in certain vertical so so how how you like how you do it we will i will explain later but why did i uh, choose bootstrapping unintentionally honestly like when i started my business i just thought that okay i will just use what i got so my laptop my uh quite brilliant mind and sorry for being a bit nar- narcissistic here but but uh that it's the confidence is also important when it comes to bootstrapping and entrepreneurship um what else uh yeah so so my laptop my brilliant mind uh the friend who who also had some relevant experience i had mm-hmm. some relevant experience to start it and uh, we just started the business we we did dropping but then like uh eight months later nine months later uh when i had bootstrapping module on my master's degree uh and i've learned about bootstrapping i was like hey i'm already doing it for nine months <laughs> so so that's that's the shortest story i would say but actually since i've learned about bootstrapping I incorporated certain ta- tactics, uh, like more consciously. Mm. Yeah, I think I think that's interesting, right? Because, um, like you said, when you started, you say that the whole point is that you started without any resources, right? And when we say resources, it's anything from time, money, uh, which is the the thing that most people say that they don't have, you know. Um, but then you have your energy. You have your friends. You have your network. Um, you have the internet. You know. You have Google um, and everything. So, I guess. I guess the thing that is worth pointing out here is that you actually don't need a lot of money and whatever resources to start off something. You just need to start. So, which is what you you did, right? Like you just go. Oh, I just got my laptop and I've got this. I've got that. Like let's just start from here and then you start it, right? So I think that's the biggest lesson that um that people will need to uh I want to I want to point out because I think that's the biggest thing that people keep telling themselves and that's why they don't they don't show up to um to actually pursue the entrepreneurial journey. But I'm gonna be a bit selfish and um obviously we communicated about questions we're gonna ask. But I think if I if someone tell me this, I'd like to ask them like these questions, you know, like because you're starting with limited resources, you know, your own money, your own, I don't know, like time, energy, and all of that. Have you ever had the thought like, what if it doesn't work and you lose everything? Like, what are you going to do about it? Because I, that would be the first thing that goes through my head. So it'd be interesting to see how did you think about it at that time? Um, so you know what, I... I created this mental strategy in my head that if something goes south in my business, let's say my 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 whole business goes to the gutter. I'm I left with with uh, I am left with uh, nothing, and um, and even some debts because I already had some 
have some debts, <laughs> but that's what entrepreneurship is. Um, so uh, fortunately, not not bank debts, but just you know more like uh, personal relationship debts. Let's say um, I'm very lucky. We are both very lucky, uh, and probably most or all of people who are watching us are very lucky that we have our uh, university degrees, we have our work experience, and also your entrepreneurial experience is great work experience. So if anything doesn't work and I lose everything, I would just go get a job. <laughs> like that's the, that's the, that's the simplest uh, solution, I would say. The, sim the simplest, of course. That's not the solution that I want for myself. Uh, probably I will, I would, you know, just, I don't know, try to pick up myself and try again, maybe with something new. But, uh, but the truth is that, that I'm in quite safe place that if I lose everything, I will just go to the, to the, to the regular job and probably I will find well-paid job. So did you just prime yourself to go? Um, yes, it might go south, but I've got options even if things go south. Is that how you kind of tell yourself? Definitely, yeah. We, you know, it's the, this is the comfort of of coming uh, coming from, let's say, good family. That my my parents provided me with um, with with the fishing rod. They didn't give me a fish, so they didn't give me like let's say, flat car or, or something like that. But they just gave me um, a fishing rod. So, so, so they just paid for my education, right? Mm. Mm. No, that, <clears throat> I think that there are lots of things in there that we can, we can unpack, right? Like uh, when yeah. I think about I, me starting my own stuff, you know, I, you know I, I'm into like mindsets, personal developments, coaching, etc. And then I'd run... Um, like webinars in the past, right? Running ads costs money. Using a system costs money. It costs you time, costs your effort, and people might not show up because my target group is about people who are in their 20s, under 30s, you know, sort of similar age, but we are growth-oriented people. And I asked myself the same thing, right? Which is like, why should I spend the money, the time and effort and everything that might lead to nothing? Um, and... But here's the thing, right? Like, I always tell people that there's nothing wrong about not having a goal or a dream. There's nothing wrong. You can absolutely live a comfortable life. But if there's a little bit of tiny part inside you that you think, oh, what about this? Then you absolutely have to explore it because it's either the pain of discipline you go through now or the pain of regret that will come in later. And guess what? When the pain of regret kicks in, no matter how much money you spend, you cannot get the time back to do that thing. So, and I guess it's the same mentality for you, right? Which is like, now I've got the time, I've got the energy, I've got the effort, I'll just go all in. If it doesn't work out, I'm still 30, I can still start all over again and you just go from there. Like, uh, I'm not 30, I'm 25, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the thing is that, a good, good thing that you mentioned it, um is is also another mental strategy from for me is that right now is the best time for me 
to learn how to be an entrepreneur. In five years' time, let's say, maybe not five years, maybe seven, uh, probably I will have to take up such responsibilities as paying a mortgage for, for, a, for, a, for an apartment or, um, or a house, uh, feeding kids that I will have one day, right? And then there will be like the field for learning how to be an entrepreneur will be smaller. Like there will be more, uh, let's say, risks, more um, consequences when if I lose everything right now, there are no consequences, to be honest for me. Mm. There are outcomes. If I lose everything, if I lose now, if I fail now, the outcome will be great experience. Like amazing amount of of experience sometimes like i I will be honest sometimes in in very uh let's say darkest moments of my journey um i i don't want to say this but i wish i failed (laughs) because because you know what i i think that that like like 100 percent failure like a big failure not a small failure in your business but uh, failure of losing your whole business is probably the lowest point that you can uh, that you can get as an as an entrepreneur mm. and what if this darkest lowest point happened to me at the age of 30 i would like this darkest moment to happen to me at the age of 25 because then i i know that i will learn a lot from it and I will be richer with this experience. That that's 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 very profound. But but actually now we are we are going a bit sideways from from. No, we are not actually because the next question following that line is, so what is your darkest moment in the bootstrapping journey of entrepreneurship? A uh, moment when uh, when clients are not paying invoices and and I have to pay rent. That's <laughs> Uh, that's that's because you know if you get if you start a startup with your amazing idea uh and you get you are and your startup is funded then you are getting like for for at least some time you will be getting like regular paycheck that's Mm. that's that's like people think that that if they get funded they are still working for free for the startup that's not true like when VC is funding you as a startup, then they are count in uh, a salary for you and your team, right? So you have like a regular paycheck every month. You you have you have money to live, even if something goes south with your uh, with your startup. But with bootstrap business, no funding, then you know. Uh, you have to be very cash flow oriented because otherwise you have you have no money to to pay yourself you have no money to pay your employees you have no money to pay uh expense business expenses so mm-hmm. so, so speaking of moment yeah speaking of cash flow then because i think the thing that me when people start a business they really don't understand how all this cash thing is going to work, right? 
they're just like, oh, I just go and find clients. They never have their books in place. They never pay themselves first. You know, they never do it. Although every startup business one-on-one tells you pay yourself first, they never do it because like business is a baby. They don't want to let it die. So they put everything into the business and then guess what? They suffer in rent. They suffer in paying their bills. They suffer in getting food on their table and looking after their families, etc., etc. So you speak of cash, right? So um, how do you allocate the cash that you earn and so for example how do you manage your cash flow and how do you decide because bootstrapping is playing with very limited resources right so with the limited resources you've got how do you decide to go you know what i need to grow this part of my business this can wait so i think two parts one is how do you manage the cash flow in general second thing is once you get that in place how do you know okay i've got this extra cash i need to grow this part of my business but not this yet and why like uh honestly i didn't have this struggle yet let's say <laughs> but but uh you know what uh for for bootstrapping um quite interesting strategy that i use for example is that i am always looking for ways to do something for free like I, I mean, not me performing job for free, but if I need to, let's say, perform some task, I'm always looking for for ways to uh, to do it for free. For example, uh, okay, I want to grow my YouTube channel because I know that in the future it it will be driving traffic, it will be driving interest and stuff like that. But I'm not allocating loads of money on that because I know I cannot afford it. When it comes to sourcing client, I know that I would have to spend shitloads of money to start, let's say, the the flywheel, how they call it, instead of, uh, you know, the funnel. But I would have to spend shitloads of money to, to fill up my funnel with quality leads. So what I do instead of spending shitloads of money on ads, called outreach so so yeah you you just need to make a decision like whether i can i can do it or grow it for free Mm -hmm. so are you is it fair to say that you are deciding what to do with your cash based on the return that you can get Mm -hmm. what do you fair to say that based on the roi basically more or less i would say so so you know uh, mm, let's say if i have a decision to hmm. you know what another another thing that i'm taking into consideration when allocating my money Hmm. is uh, i'm trying to get rid of the tasks that spend too much of my time when I can be doing something else, something that will be more profitable in, in the, let's say, not short term, not long term, but uh, mid term, <laughs> let's say. So for example, if I have money, let's say uh, I have, uh, let's say 1000 to allocate next month, right? 
uh, 1000 zlotys which is not not a lot of money but when you bootstrap your business you uh, like any kind of money is uh, is good for you so if i ha have let's say 1000 to spend on ads or 1000 spend on person to um to to handle some of the tasks that that i'm doing and that that are taking too much of my time then i choose hiring a person because i know that <clears throat> that unfortunately in my industry ads are not working always mm -hmm. very good that's 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 how 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 i would uh, i would say but at, but at the same time, you know what? Before this webinar, uh, sorry, broadcast, I went back to the article by uh, Guy Kawasaki. He's the mm. creator of Canva. Uh, and I went through all his rules for bootstrapping. And one of the things is understaffing. So it's understaffing not only in terms of not hiring enough people, but allocating not enough, like or maybe just enough resources into into certain areas, financial resources as well. Yeah, that was uh, the the point that you talked about um, identifying where to spend your cash. You know that is that is very good actually because I don't think many people know that. Now the thing is when you're bootstrapping. You're one, you're, you're one person team to start with, right? Like you have to do every single thing that goes on in your business to build it. You go, you can do marketing, you can do asset creation, you can do sales, you can do your bookkeeping, you can do your taxes, you can do your whatever, right? And let's face it, you don't love doing every single thing, you know? There are specific parts of it that you go, oh, I really love this, I like this. So you might be loving the marketing part of the business, but you absolutely don't like the sales part of the business. Let's say, for example. Um, but if that part of the business that you don't like doing is taking away of your, a lot of your energy and of your time, then that means you're not really focusing on what you're good at doing, which is the thing that can potentially grow that business up. So in this case, what you just talked about to get someone else to do it, it's exactly what business owners should do, which is you should absolutely be in charge of the business and let someone who is passionate about sales, in this case, for example, to do that because they are too good at doing that. You go do what you're good at and not trying to balance everything just because you don't want to spend that money, you want to get the business to survive because then guess what? The business is limited by its growth. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get, I get where, you, where you're coming from. But when it comes to uh, one said that you one thing that you said about not not liking sales, if you want to bootstrap, you will have to fall in love with sales. I'm just giving an example, by the way, not saying that people necessarily don't like sales, but yes, you can carry on on that. Yeah. So, so. Sales is is blood of your business, so you can you will you will not survive long in the business if you will not be selling, you know. Um, and and it will it will it will cost you loads of effort because 
people think of sales and I had the same impression at the beginning that you will call 10 people, five people will schedule a presentation or whatever with you or ask you to, to send, uh, send your offer day away and that one person buy from you. Like I, if I go back to statistics from my la- last uh, cold outreach that I was doing, then I would probably then it would probably be uh, like one hundred messages. Let's say fifteen people asking for like being interested. Let's say so 50% being interested at first, some of them receiving the offer and realizing that, oh no, it's too expensive for me. Oh no, I'm not interested at that moment. Oh no, whatever. And only one presentation, face to face presentation. Mm-hmm. So, what, what selling is, is painful for me because. I'm doing quite great effort and I'm not getting into the stage when I'm the most comfortable. My favorite stage is, is one of the last stages. So, so presentation, so bless you, uh, presentation, presentation, closing the sales and stuff like that. I'm really good at it because I know that when it comes to presentation, when it comes uh, uh, and then closing, I'm making amazing idea, uh, amazing impression on my on my uh, prospects. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, I don't get enough uh, meetings. So, so I'm that's one of the pains that I'm trying to to solve in my business right now. You know, uh-huh. getting qualified leads. Yeah, yeah, getting qualified leads. Mm. Uh, yeah, but but let's uh, you know uh, again uh, we going a bit. Si- I'm going a bit sideways now. So <laughs> let's get back to the main. Uh, I actually just created a new question, but uh, it might test you on your feet a little bit because I just thought, oh, this is a good question to ask you. So you just talk about we were talking about bootstrapping and just said how important sales is as a skill um, if you want to do a bootstrapping business, right? So. I'm going to throw this at you and you can you can say how many you like but are there any three key skills that you think one needs if they want to have a successful bootstrapping business like yours for your for example you just mentioned sales um are there any other skills that you can think of that is very important if you want to have a successful bootstrapping business You have to be people person. So so sales is one, people person is two. Uh, so people skills, and and three would be discipline. Yeah, why sales sales uh, skills? I know that maybe maybe discipline is not a skill, but to some extent it is. Oh, I think it is. I think it is. You can, learn, you can learn discipline, definitely. Yeah. So, so it's a skill. Um, 
So sales, I just explained, you know, it's, it's a blood of your business. Like if you don't sell, you will be non-existent in, in, in no time. Right. Uh, people skills, uh, it's, it's, it's fueling the, the, the sales because then, okay, you can be amazing salesman, but then it's important to keep those clients and to keep those clients. You have to be amazing people. Uh, like you have, you have to have amazing people skills to keep those clients. You need to build relationship with them, right? Of course, even if you have amazing people skills, which I think I have, you will not be able to to build relationship with everyone, but at least with most of them, right? Third thing is is discipline because. Uh, you are understaffed. So you have to do shitloads of work. I know that, uh, like, there is, uh, there is, like, uh, every entrepreneur will say that you have to work hard. You you need to work hard. Hmm. But when you are bootstrapping in your early stage, you will be heavily understaffed. You will probably at some point even be one-man army. I was never one-man army because of my terrible uh, graphic design skills. So I, I always needed a graphic designer in my team. Um, but uh, but yeah, you will have to do shitloads of stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, But there is great re- reward to it. You will learn shitloads of stuff you will make amazing progress like for example i remember my my first landing pages that i that i was uh, that i was uh, making either in in wordpress or unbounce i'm using unbounce so if you want to try unbounce uh, it's just uh, you know self self promotion here but if you want to start using unbounce i i have referral uh, link so reach out to me on on instagram and i will provide you with referral link and you can get some discount there but never mind uh but this is one example so i used to uh i used to make like i remember my first landing pages really terrible like i'm i'm so ashamed of them and landing pages that i'm that i'm able to create now maybe are not perfect maybe are not amazing but they are decent they're quite mm. good they, they, some of them can be even uh, you know pretty like sometimes my girlfriend is coming over she's looking at my landing pages that i'm creating and she's like wow that's really nice <laughs> so, so yeah uh, so that's that's one example and uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's roll with another question. Sales, people oriented and have discipline, right? Just we just yeah. emphasize that again for people who were, who were, who didn't catch that. Um, probably uh, the last question is: You've got limited resources now. You clearly want to grow your business. Um, where do you see your business going in? let's say three to five years, where do you want it to be? And how are you intending to grow it to that level 
with the limited resources you've got? So how I see my business, I, uh, uh, I, I see my business as a six figures business in, in, in three to five years. And I know it's doable. Uh, I have no doubt. I just, it just needs, uh, you know, uh, the, the free skills that I said, like skills from myself. But also, like, but when it comes to the what I need to to do to to like realize this 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 plan this goal, sell 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 again and provide good customer service, of course. But but my plan now is to still provide good customer service now. But as soon as I have you know resources to hire some people, then hired people will be taking care of of customer service i will be taking care of sales but eventually i will find someone once i will have uh, financial resources who will handle sales so that i will have people handling all the all those things and i will be managing and also i will move to some other project because because i I told you, I, I said it on, on this broadcast earlier, that I see myself as, as uh, uh, of course, it's, uh, okay, never mind. <laughs> myself as, as Richard Branson. I see myself as, a, as an entrepreneur who will, who will dip his toes in many different industries, in many different businesses. That's really So uh so yeah yeah so, I, I think i think i said I, I i answered this question right grow a team you just want to grow a team right so with the limited resources you got the next step for you is to grow a team yeah right grow a team, because grow a team and and then teach them independence because i i have learned just recently that that when you hire unqualified people it's really hard to teach them independence because like I said, this goes back to what we were talking about previously, which is you've got the cash, which part of the business do you want to focus on? And in your case, is to grow a team because then you can focus on the thing that can really, really grow your business, right? So just take yourself out and then do the more valuable thing that can feed your business, whether it's the sales side of things or bringing more qualified leads, etc. Then you have that, that thing that you have to do, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, I I don't know if you have any more questions, but I want to you can add from you can my, add something from from my heart from uh, let's say the uh, just I just want to share a thought uh, that I had before this broadcast. Uh, you didn't ask this question, but I wish you would ask this question. Like, uh, what I'm thinking that that bootstrapping will make me a better entrepreneur in the long term and i want to say yes why because let's look at entrepreneurs who are starting with funded startups as i mentioned earlier okay never mind that they they get salary from the vc never mind that but the thing is that constantly in in like early stages of startup they don't spend their own money. 
they are spending someone else's money and tell me is it is it easy even even let's let's think about uh, such situation as when you were at the university you were living on your on your parents expenses right mm-hmm. it was easier to spend money right mm-hmm. when you started working at toyota and spending the money that you earned isn't it like that yeah yeah so so i see it more or less the same with with bootstrapping and being funded when you are funded it's easier to spend someone else's money if you are bootstrapping uh then it's really hard like you will make more informed more reasonable decisions about your business once you are spending your own money your bootstrap money and i i can see how i can uh, how i can later use this skill of really making informed decision really being patient with spending money on not just you know burning cash uh once i will start a business that will get funded right because because i will be honest that that's my goal one day to uh and i i believe i have few good ideas that one day might be funded right and i know that this experience from being bootstrapped entrepreneur will help me will will increase my chances to to turn my idea into successful startup funded successful startup that's 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 how i uh that's how i see it you're basically putting skin in the game right yeah you're like if i'm in it i'm going to put my my um yeah it's basically putting your skin in the game you're like i'm in it and I'm not going to wait until someone's money show up or someone show up for me. I'm going to show up for myself using whatever I've got in me to whether it's money, resources or whatever and then just go all, all in and then you go, you know what? I can't I can't just spend money anymore because um I have to really focus on where this money is being spent because there is a consequence of it not working out which is something that I want to avoid. So um so I guess you are just in the early stages of training yourself to make wise decisions about how to make the most out of the resources you have got at the moment so that when you do have the fund when you do have the money that comes into fuel your business you already you already have the skills to be ready to know exactly what to do with those cash mm-hmm. i'm uh, one more thing i'm not sure about about this but if i'm not mistaken the richest man on earth bootstrapped his business uh last time i heard I that richard i mean richard. jeff bezos i i yeah. i believe that he bootstrapped his business but I'm, i'm i might be wrong but i think at least in the early stages he he bootstrapped it you know what let's check quickly uh I don't know. I can't search. It's not it's not as simple as search. We'll see the Jeff Bezos. Never mind. We will have to dig in. But uh but yes, you're right. Just follow on that line is that a lot of, there's a lot of business that we know today bootstrap the business. Airbnb, um I can't remember which one is the other one, but there are lots of them, you know. 
I think yeah. Dell is also one of them. Uh, I need to stop naming brands because I might get it wrong. But there are lots and lots of big oh, brands but, started off. But, but Dell is amazing example because uh, Dell, uh, Michael Dell, the owner, was, if I remember well, he was keeping uh, the company private for very, very long time. Then mm. he went public for a bit, but something went wrong and he went back private. Oh, okay. So, so that's 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 quite interesting example how Michael Dell was really trying and still try. Uh, he's really um, uh, you know uh, protecting the ownership of the company. Mm. Yeah, cool. I put your I put your a little tag there for your business yeah, so yeah, that exactly. um, people can go and uh, can follow you, give you a little bit of an extra hush hush and support if they want. Any any last parting comments that you have for people who are interested in this idea of bootstrapping or starting with just the resource they've got really? Um, I would say just go for it don't overthink it don't overthink it like me and damien when we started our uh, when we started uh, this business because i didn't start this business on my own i started with with damien but unfortunately we partook ways um after five months but when we started we had like of course we had wrong image of the whole industry uh we didn't research it well but maybe if I have researched it well, maybe I, I would I would get scared and I would be like, okay, no, I'm not I'm not stepping in. Maybe I maybe I wouldn't start my business at all until until today. So just don't plan, don't overthink it, just go for it and learn learn being inside. Like mm-hmm. Uh, instead of you know just taking like a, uh, like a walking down the beach and 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 walking into the water, just go to the to the pier to the jumping uh, station and jump into the water and learn to swim. <laughs> good analogy. That's good. It's just just try it, right? Like just go because it it is really possible. But I guess the scariest step is always that step when you have to leap that leap of faith to be like oh what if this what if that what if this what if that but it's the amazing things only happens once you make that leap so it's cool a leap of faith and and then the question is will i fly or will i fall (laughs) and when you're dropping you're sure hell's you're sure as hell is gonna find a way to get some wings to fly right because you don't want to die (laughs) exactly yeah okay uh, I guess that's that's it for uh, for today. Um, we actually went near to forty five minutes again, which is quite long. Um, but we've got some good conversations going. Um, there are a few things that uh, we sagged way into, but we'll make sure that we create more episodes going forward to talk about this specific branches of topics because they are definitely worth exploring. For example, sales is one thing that um, we can all go deep into. And if you're watching, thank you so much for watching and let us know like what you want us to talk about by leaving a comment below um, or reach out to us on, um, on Instagram by following us there. So let us know, you know, we can do a topic for you. You want to say something? 
thumbs up and subscribe. Yes, subscribe, leave a thumbs up. That would be really, really much appreciated. So next week, same day, same time, we will still be here showing you another episode. Exactly. Okay. So see you everybody. Take care and um, see you next week. See ya.